0: Musician Neil Young is taking Spotify to task over its support of popular podcaster Joe Rogan, accusing the music streaming service of spreading fake information. So what's going on? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to talk about this issue is CNET reporter Oscar Gonzalez. So give us some background on this dispute between Neil Young and Spotify.
1: Earlier in the week, uh, Neil Young, on his website... Posted a letter saying, "Hey Spotify, uh, you could have either Joe Rogan's content or Neil Young's music, but you can't have both." Calling out Rogan for his co- his podcast having a lot of COVID misinformation. Uh, that letter has been removed, but it was very surprising. It just really came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, that that's a good point. It really did come out of nowhere because like, have other artists or anyone else spoken up about?
1: Joe Rogan's podcast. Well, there has been a there was an open letter that came out at the at the beginning um, earlier in the month. It was signed by initially uh, over two hundred and fifty doctors, researchers, professors calling on Spotify to say, hey, your your podcasts have a lot of misinformation regarding Covid." Pointing to Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, the one at the end of December. We talked about it earlier in the month about mass formation psychosis. So uh, so and since then, it started off with 250 of these professionals. Now another thousand have signed on to that open letter. Uh, so that was like a big indicator that uh, Rogan's podcast is getting the attention of people who, uh, well, they realize that a lot of the pe- the guests that he has on, they're, they're just spreading more misinformation. He's allowing it to happen.
0: And, and, you know, without going into specific details, can you just give the listeners some context around what exactly is going on on the podcast that is really causing a lot of folks to take a stance against them?
1: Well, he's had a, a variety of guests on uh, since the pandemic started. Uh, he included uh, a few doctors that said ivermectin, an uh, antiparasitic, uh, cures COVID. And their studies have said have said no. Uh, he's had anti-vaxxers who have exaggerated the effects of the uh, side effects of the vaccine, um, claiming all sorts of, you know, that it's basically that it's the worst thing ever. And it's better to have COVID instead of the vaccine. Again, they're wrong. Um, and in general, um, again, like I said, the end of December with uh, a Dr. Robert Malone, who calls himself the inventor of the MRNA vaccines. uh, He came on saying, Hey, uh, there's this whole mass formation psychosis where everybody is hypnotized because they want to get vaccinated because they want to, they want to protect themselves. Therefore it's just like Nazi Germany and Soviet Russia. Uh, And that whole theory has been discredited. It's basically one person who said this, but it has blown up in the COVID misinformation circles, where now this is their. Anytime they see a strange behavior, they they use this term, mass formation. Uh, so it, it's there's been a he said a lot of the the big players in the COVID misinformation influencer game.
0: Right, and just to be clear, all, all of these uh, these various terms or theories they've all been disproven and discredited, correct.
1: Right. The, the information that they're sharing is uh, is cherry-picked. It's outdated. Uh, it's very opinionated. Uh, it, it, in general, they, all of these experts that he has, supposed experts he has on, ca- have been uh, immediately debunked by other professionals. And uh, they, their information just doesn't hold water. But he allows them on, and he himself does uh, this sort of... Um, believe in some in in a lot of these conspiracy theories regarding covid
0: all right and and how has spotify responded to young's ultimatum
1: well spotify kept quiet again this was early in the week but as of yesterday wednesday um they did come out in a statement uh saying that they regret that uh neil young made this decision saying that he wants his music off the spotify platform um but uh, it, as of right now, it does look like they are gonna they are gonna be removing his music per his direction.
0: Okay, um, and, and you know to me, earlier, like this is Neil Young's catalog is relatively new to Spotify,
1: anyways. Right. So Neil Young does not like streaming music streaming platforms. Um, and, uh, I, I'm sure there's probably a, you know, Neil Young is very sort of, you know, some people call him a hippie, but I mean, he's very against corporations and he's very, you know, he, he, he's for the farmers and, and whatnot. He's very sort of grassroots kind of political guy. But, uh, one of the big reasons why he doesn't like streaming music is because he says it doesn't sound good. Uh, he actually created his own streaming platform for his music, uh, that provided like the highest uh, the highest quality uh, streaming you could get, uh, and that's available on on his site. But in general, he he didn't he didn't like Spotify. He he was on Tidal for a bit. Now he's off of there. So he just doesn't like these platforms anyway. So this kind of also gave him an out to not be on Spotify anymore. Got it. Got it.
0: Um, you know, you has Joe Rogan said anything about this? I'm I'm curious because it, it it seems like obviously Spotify has a lot invested in Rogan's success, but like what is has has he responded at all
1: nothing yet i mean it, it, it's uh, nothing at least via social media sometimes he will if there's a certain um certain news story he'll he'll post about on social media What we're really waiting for everybody who a listens to rogan and b what is following up on this story is uh waiting for the next uh, sort of updated podcast usually he records his podcast a few days in advance so there doesn't seem to be a podcast yet where it's post the neil young litter and uh, that could be really any day now it could be thursday it could be friday and usually when that finally happens then someone uh then someone will ask him hey what's with the Neil young thing and then he'll go on and explain his feelings so nothing yet probably in a day or so Got it. Uh, and
0: I know there's some artists, uh, sort of on the opposite end of the spectrum, there are artists who have you know, supported Rogan, at least in terms of staying on Spotify. They may not necessarily agree with Rogan himself. I'm curious what, who some of those are and what, what they're saying. Well,
1: you know, the, one of the, his biggest sort of detractors, but also his supporters in this aspect, uh, was uh, Howard Stern? Granted, he's not a music artist, but obviously a very controversial figure regarding anything free speech. And he was very uh, supportive, even though he totally disagrees with what Rogan says. Totally disagrees with um, what's, uh, with the guests that come on. Uh, he was very big on saying, "Hey, you know, they you really can't remove a guy for free speech." Uh, so he's been very supportive and other people have been su- supportive. I mean, but I mean, Howard Stern, considering that in recent months he has been bashing Rogan for COVID misinformation, he's been the biggest name to come out to say, hey, leave him alone um, because, well, I mean, I mean, it, it, because it, it, it's still free speech. It, that's how he puts it
0: it's an interesting question it's like this debate between free speech and speech that is uh or we're like do you either want free speech or are you going to enable speech that like we know will directly contribute to folks who will go and do things that basically put themselves at risk or you know you know, or actual death right so there's there there's some consequences there but the, it's not saying there's an easy answer because I don't think there is an easy answer here, but it's, it's an interesting debate that's sort of it keeps reviving itself over and over again. This time though, with with
1: higher stakes, right? Because you know, Rogan was brought on by Spotify for 100 million dollars to push their their podcast section of their service, which was pretty minimal at the time. Now it's really blown up. Now they have a lot of the bigger names in podcasting. ...on the service, and that can be attributed to Rogan jumping on. So, $100 million, I mean, that's a ton of money. Um, and, but also, like you said, there are stakes that are very high. Even though Rogan, Rogan does try to put caveats. He says, he'll say, I'm a moron, and don't listen to me, but people do. He'll say... He'll say, take the vaccine, but people sort of go to him and say, whoa, he says take the vaccine, but he also said he took ivermectin, so I'm just going to take ivermectin, because I don't want to take the vaccine. And there are people that uh, that are taking his word, literally, and they're following his medical advice, even though he says not to, and then you find these people, uh, they end up getting sick, and some people are dying, not p- strictly because of him. They're obviously getting a ton of misinformation via Facebook and other social media, but uh, he is sort of helping get more, get more uh, people sort of solidified in their anti-vax and COVID-is-a-hoax uh, stances. Got it. Well,
0: Oscar, thanks for your time and for dissecting this complicated story. Uh, you can check out his story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.